everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. You know, as a kid growing up, October meant a few things. School year is already in session. The leaves are starting to change colors. And in the early part of October, Columbus Day was right around the corner. Meaning, for most schools, kids would be off. Now, I could tell you as someone who was in the education field, uh, there were times where the teachers had the day off and other times where it was set up for parent-teacher conferences because, you know, we got to take, you know, we got we to gotta take the first chance that we have of an available space to have the students' parents come in to meet with their teacher. So the episode that I'm going to be reviewing this week is all about being against Columbus Day, or at least for one particular South Park parent, against Columbus Day. So the episode I'm going to be reviewing this week is Holiday Special. So, really, the main argument about why Columbus Day should no longer be Columbus Day is because of the things that Christopher Columbus did to indigenous people, Native Americans, when he had landed on, um, you know, on on the land that would become, pardon me, the United States of America. So, after a while, a lot of states decided, okay, you know, we're going to change the name. It's no longer going to be Columbus Day. We're going to name it Indigenous Peoples Day. And that's been going on for many years, actually. I'm not, I'm not going to say a few years, but it's been going on for many years. So, you know, it has been around. So, one particular parent is upset about Columbus Day being Columbus Day. So, let's figure out who this is as we get into this, this week's episode, Holiday special. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on September 27th, 2017. So our episode begins in the school where there's a riot. Yes, there's a riot. Why? Well, because somebody convinced the school board and the people that are in charge of the calendar to eliminate Columbus Day. Like, do not make that a holiday. The kids should have to go in on Monday. So the kids are upset. They don't know who it is that did it. But in the next scene, we do find out because at a parent conference, we are told that Randy Marsh is the one who is responsible 
for having the kids now go in on Monday instead of having the day off for Columbus Day. And then we see Randy in another city pulling down a statue of Christopher Columbus. And and, and what I what I take from that 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 scene is something that had been going on during the year, especially in the South, where they would be taking statues down of Confederate heroes, Robert E. Lee, Jefferson Davis, to name a few. So after he has done that, he go you know, he goes back home and he sits with Stan. Now Stan's trying to figure out, okay, how am I gonna change my dad's mind on this? How how am I going to convince my dad what he's doing is wrong? So what Randy does is he has his phone and he has his laptop and he tells Stan to get his phone. So what Randy does, and, th- and this was kind of clever and smart. He calls every single person who lives in a town called Columbus and tells them that they are racist pigs because of what Christopher Columbus did. So basically, if you live in a town that is uh, that you know has Columbus in it or Columbia because it does get mentioned in a later scene, then he's going to call you. And I lived about 10, 15 miles away from Columbia, Maryland. So I would imagine all of my friends that live in Columbia, Maryland, would have gotten this phone call from Randy at one point or another. So then we see on the news, Randy's made the news because he went to New York City and took a crap on the statue of Christopher Columbus. So, he's on a roll now. He is just on a roll. But then, Stan and Kyle are able to find something. They happen to find pictures of Randy dressed as Christopher Columbus. Oh boy. So yeah, Randy has dressed as Christopher Columbus. Not only on Halloween, but at a formal dinner, at a football game, on St. Patrick's Day, and we even find out a little later that he dressed as Christopher Columbus on his wedding day with Sharon. And Randy's reply is, well, that was, you know, a long time ago. It was 2013. We were innocent back then. Remember, this episode is airing in 2017. So now, Randy has this fear 
of if these pictures leak onto the internet and people find out what I was, then I'm in serious trouble. So the next morning, Randy's sitting on the couch. He's depressed. He's sad, upset, because he's thinking they're going to get me. You know, the way that people are nowadays, if they find out the truth, they're going to get me. But then a commercial airs, and this may change all of Randy's problems. Hey, you, that's right, you. Wouldn't you like to know the story of you? What makes you, you? DNA and Me is a genetic service that can help you find out exactly who your ancestors were. You might be surprised. I thought I was just a standard white guy, but DNA and Me showed that I'm actually 4.2% Cherokee Indian. Turns out I'm not totally white. I'm also part Northern Asian and even some Kurdish. I'm a victim of oppression. I used to get in trouble for always using the N-word, but with DNA and Me, I found out that I'm 2.1% black. Morning, Steve. Sup, nigga. The test is easy. Simply swab the inside of your mouth and send it into our labs. People made fun of me for being French. DNA and me showed I was 8% Navajo. Nobody's making fun of me now or my people who are victims. I'm 13% victim. I'm 21% victim. Order now and find out if your friends should be more sympathetic towards you. DNA and me. Are you in? Hell yes, I'm in. So, the whole thing, I, I, I want to say this real quick about the whole finding out your ancestry DNA thing. I actually think that's a pretty cool idea because you have the ability to find out part of your ancestry. Like, you're not able to, obviously you're not going to be able to find your whole ancestry through, you know, this DNA test where they swab you. But still, it's kind of interesting. It's like, okay, I, I, I didn't know I was this percent this or that percent that. Um, I have not done it, but I would be willing to try it. I, I really would. So, Randy now has a new plan. The new plan is... He's going to take this DNA test. And once he takes this test, he's going to be cleared. Like, he's going to be cleared of any wrongdoing. So Randy decides, I'm going to throw a huge party for my DNA to be tested on, which I don't think is a common thing at all. So before Randy goes downstairs where everybody is, he hires a Native American, a male Native American, pays him, I think it was like $100, yeah, it was $100. All he had to do was kiss Randy. And Randy's going in full tongue, like, yeah. Okay, they didn't have the sound, but you get the idea. So now we know Randy's whole plan. The whole plan is 
get the Native American DNA inside me. And that way, when they take the test, they will find Native American DNA in him to say, hey, you're however much percent Native American. So Randy takes the test and he's thinking, okay, this is going to go well. It, you know, it's going to go good. We are good to go. Well, it's going to go downhill for Randy. Meanwhile, the boys are having issues with the idea of having to go to school on Monday. Because, well, they had plans. They, you know, the kids had plans for Columbus Day. And even Cartman drops one of my favorite lines of all time. Columbus sailed in 1492 so kids could have a day off skew. So, they go to drastic measures. They call the person who was in charge of the calendar, the school calendar. And he, Kenny, it's so good. Kenny alters his voice over the phone with a handkerchief, threatening this guy to have Monday off. Even to the point where it's like, you might want to check out Randy Marsh. He's not what he seems to be. So that's just the tip of the iceberg of Randy's problems. Because the Native American male that he kissed now has feelings for him. Starts to have feelings for him. It's like, oh boy, this is not good. So Randy's like, no, 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 no. It was a one-time thing. I paid you. That's it. I want nothing to do with you. So, you know, he closes the door on him. A couple days later, he comes back and he's like, I wrote you a song. And he starts playing the song. Randy's starting to freak out. So, he's now starting to get all of his Christopher Columbus paraphernalia. You know, mugs, hats, plates, shot glasses, anything that has to do with Christopher Columbus. He has to, you know, he's getting rid of because he doesn't want, in particular, that one member of the school board, you know, the, the, the calendar board, to know what he is or, you know, what he was. So... As this goes on, here's the Native American, and he's professing his love to him, and Randy is trying to fight him off. And at one point, the in, the Native American's like, "I can't quit you," and it was just done really well. And as he's kicking him away, there's a jogger. He catches the whole thing on his phone, and Randy's like, "Don't post that." Don't post that. Don't 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 post that. So now we've got a real big Randy's problem is getting worse and worse. 
So the boys threaten the school school board member again. And it even gets to a point where it's like, you got to go on the internet. You got to go on the, you know, social media to see what Randy Marsh is. And the guy's like, I don't believe in, I don't use the internet. I don't use social media. That's all fake news. Oh boy. 2017 people, 2017. So now they're getting into drastic measures. It's like, okay, we're going to, we, we got to do something with this guy. So now, Randy, we go back to Randy. The doorbell rings, and it's the people from the DNA place, DNA and me. And Randy's like, okay, this is it. I'm going I'm to get my test results. But as that's going on, the Native American male is in the back door Still trying to get to Randy, and Randy's just not having it. So then, he goes back to the DNA people, and the DNA people are like, Hey, your test came back a little awkward. The results were a little awkward. So, they're like, we have to do this test again. And Randy's like, uh, g- give me, give me like, three minutes so he runs outside and he makes out with the native american male again so he's thinking okay this is going to do it this is absolutely going to do it but what he doesn't know until he comes back is that the test they're taking is an anal test and he runs to try to find the native american male and he's gone it's like Okay, what the hell would he do with the Native American male in this situation? I, 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 it's, it's bizarre, but it's funny. So now, the boys, wearing animal masks, have taken, as their hostage, this member of the school board. They have them, they have the wrists tied, they have them blindfolded. And they're like, we have video to show you. This has been on posted on Instagram. And the guy's like, I won't believe you. I don't believe in the fake news. And then one of them goes, well, that's okay. We converted the footage to videotape. Oh, okay. I'll watch. <laughs> he won't believe. I love that. He won't believe the footage that's on the internet. But when it is on VHS, on a videotape, he will watch it. And don't make fun of any of those people who still have a VCR DVD player. I still have mine. It's in my closet. It will not die. The fat, I mean. Although there really wasn't a fat. But So, they show the footage, and... You know, he kind of can't believe it, what was being shown to him. Meanwhile, Randy has gone to the headquarters of DNA and me. And he's trying to find, or he's going to try to get in to find a sample and then, you know, to get it. Well, the people there 
see them and they're like, Randy, we've got the results actually. You want to come over? So they they go over the results. And it is not what they expect. Or, or at least not what Randy expected. So for the most part, Randy's ancestry is Northern European with a little bit of Southwest Asian and 2.8% Neanderthal. And Randy's like, so there's no Native American in me. So then they explain the whole Neanderthal thing, talking about how, you know, it crossbred with the modern Homo sapien. Well, this ticks off Randy, and he's like, You killed my people! You killed my people! So he punches out the DNA guy, then he goes back to his home, knocks out the school board member, and then the Native American male comes back with his parents and are like, my parents are fine with this. They understand the situation. And Randy just freaking loses it. He absolutely loses it. Because this whole time with Columbus Day and using the Native American DNA, you know, to try to get him to pass this DNA and me test, he was playing the victim card. When, in reality, it hurt him more than it helped him. And that's something that you really see a lot of these days, where, and, and it's everybody. It's not just famous people, it's everybody. Regular people, famous people, they play the victim card and a lot of the time a lot of the time it comes back to bite him in the ass like like that actor from uh from empire he tried to play the victim card and he ended up getting in serious trouble for it so randy's like shit i've been a damn fool so we're outside the school and Randy is speaking and he announces that the, that the kids will have Monday off. They will have Monday off. However, it will no longer be Columbus Day. They will no longer celebrate Columbus Day in South Park. Mm -mm. They will be celebrating... Indigenous Peoples Day. And the whole thing with that, the way they play it off, Randy uses the word indigenous in the wrong way. Like, he's using it as negative feelings. So, the people of the town, they start making these remarks, and Randy's like, yes, yes, keep going, you asshole. Yes, your wife's fat. And he completely misses the whole idea of what Indigenous Peoples Day is. And that is the end of Holiday Special. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I will say 
this is a very interesting episode. Um, I don't know if weird is the right word for this. Like, I, I really don't know. I, I don't know if weird is the right word for this episode. Because they are touching on a topic. You know, Columbus Day and the idea of having it changed. But the way they characterize Randy is really good. Like, it is really, really good. It's really well done. Um, I gotta give this a 7 out of 10. It's a good episode. I know it's a little bit down from the previous episode, but it's still a good episode. Um, and, and this is one of those Randy episodes where Randy makes an ass out of himself. And then even at the end, when he knows he's made an ass out of himself, he still continues to act like one. So I, I think a 7 out of 10 is a proper score, for me anyway, to give this episode. Alright, let's uh, check out what the critics thought of this episode. Start with Jesse Shadeen from IGN. He gave the episode an 8.5 out of 10, saying... While not quite as strong overall as last week's installment, Holiday Special is the episode that best lives up to the promise of what South Park is supposed to be this year. This episode focused a bit less on topical humor and headlines, opting instead for a hilarious, Randy-driven storyline that harkened back to the show's golden era. If this is a sign of what to expect from the remainder of Season 21, then things are looking pretty rosy for this series. Jeremy Lambert of 411 Mania gave it a 7.8 out of 10, stating, This episode reminded me of episodes of South Park Past. It didn't smack you in the face with current political affairs. It had Randy being crazy, and it had the boys working together in order to benefit them. Another strong episode in a season that is off to a good start. Dan Caffrey of the AV Club gave this a B rating, saying that the episode's more entertaining message was that Randy's an idiot, and went on to add, It's a thesis we've heard many times before, and we'll probably hear many times again. And unlike the episode's more substantial message, I'll likely never get tired of hearing it, as long as I don't think about it too much. And the final review is from Chris Longo of Den of Geek, who gave this 3 out of 5 stars and stated, What's been the saving grace for this show in the last decade has been using Randy Marsh as the wrench thrown into their playtime and the boys having to make the decision whether or not to dig him out of whatever mess he's created. Holiday Special is just that, a Randy episode that features a real kid-friendly problem, the loss of a school holiday. For the third week in a row, we get a fairly topical episode as Randy is hell-bent on removing the honors bestowed on Christopher Columbus. And one thing I want to point out real quick before I get to IMDb. This is the first episode in over a year where Heidi is not in the episode. Like, she's nowhere in this episode. And I'm not saying that it's a good thing that she's not there, but... When she was one of the big focal points of season 20, and I understand you want to continue the Cartman-Heidi storyline, which you should, you really should, 
it's nice to have a break from a character every once in a while. And, and I feel that's what this was without even saying it. I, I feel like this was a good break from the Heidi character. Let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this episode. Over 2,200 people, pardon me, have rated this episode. And the rating on IMDb, excuse me, is a 7.6 out of 10. So to break it down, 683 people gave it an 8. 545 people gave it a 7. That's the score I'm going with this week. 343 people gave it a 10. And 59 people gave this a 1. But for the most part, this is a pretty well-liked episode. All right. Uh, now we're going to go to the user reviews. Um, is there a possibility they all get read this week? I don't know. There's 10 of them. Um, it's just, I, I guess it's going to be a wait and see. So we'll start off with this review from Moreno Fasando-05674, who wrote, I'm 0.0001% black. So, stop. N-word, because I'm not going to say it. This episode follows perfectly the put-it-down formula about criticizing something with fun. Come on, a South Park formula. Yeah, the one that seemed lost lately, but now it's back. Anyway, the plot about Randy being incredibly more politically correct than in the great season 19 and, as happens in these cases, getting psychotic was kind of good. Another good thing is to see the kids finally acting like what they are. Kids. Children who go crazy when they cancel a holiday. Remember the great ideas that came out based on their innocence in the earlier seasons? The telephone threat scene was amazing. And what can I say about the DNA and me commercial? Making fun about ethnicity and stuff was just priceless. Defined pretty well actual social or actual society in some way. So, as I said in the last episode, keep the good work, guys. South Park has no limit. Alright, next review is from MickEP-1976, who wrote, South Park have never been politically correct. They take a current event and then spin it so over the top it gets absurd. That is their comedy, and it still works. In this episode, Randy knocks down a statue of a racist mass murderer in Columbus and begin a journey to call everyone who ever been near named person a racist, referend or referending General Lee statues. He also convinced the board to get rid of the holiday. The kids do not approve losing a day off. There's also a funny gay joke involving DNA testing and a Native American. South Park is back again. Uh, next review is from Eric Stevenson, who wrote, This episode features Columbus Day being canceled in the town of South Park. I admit that I'm not sure what this episode was about. I think there was some controversy about the toppling of statues, but not like this. The best part is this episode is probably Randy making out with the Native American and how the guy actually thinks Randy is in a gay relationship with him. I guess we're back to the series being episodic. This has little to do with the other episodes. It still manages to be entertaining with all the little things. It's especially funny to see Carmen wear the horse mask. 
Does that thing even have a name? I also liked hearing the distorted voices over the phone, which were revealed to be done by Kenny. I admit that the ending seems like it didn't expand on itself much. I wanted to see more of that last joke being played up, and they did miss a few comedic possibilities here. Still, it was mostly solid and had many funny moments. Um, I'm going to read a somewhat negative review. It's not real. I don't know. The, the person gave it 4 out of 10. So this is from Thompson underscore Styes who wrote, To give my review some context, this season started rather iffy for me. Episode 1 was one of the worst South Park has delivered, and I mean that in a bad way. Episode 2 was a bit better, but unfortunately, Episode 3 falls back into that sporadic mediocrity that plagued the series for the last few years. To be honest, I did like the political direction South Park, South Park took in the last couple of seasons. But the social political commentary is wearing out now, and it is wearing out ever so thin. In a nutshell, Randy is against Columbus Day because Columbus represents not only the birth of America, but also the death of Native Americans. Randy's taking down of the Columbus statue is a direct reference to the Charlottesville incident and the social-political debate that it sparked. The problem with this episode, like episode 1, is that South Park can't find that common-sense solution to these problems you've seen in those other or better episodes. This is not Trey or Parker's fault. Actually, that's Trey Parker. He means Matt Stone and Trey Parker. It's neither of their fault in the sense that these are very complicated issues which cannot be easily resolved in an entertaining 22-minute plot. They know this. It is perhaps also the reason why they for the first time ever, I think, defended themselves in this episode when Randy says, you have to overdo it in today's society, Stan. If you get all nuanced, then critics will go, oh, wow, what was the point of that? Of course, this is a direct reference to their season opener, which has been criticized for its rather vague and abstract character. Although episode three is indeed more direct in its messaging, the message itself is rather empty nihilistic and one-sided at best. With regard to Charlottesville, South Park makes the point that you can't tear down these statues because it will open up the floodgates to other statues and traditions and everything else. Randy is just a hypocritical idiot, and that is South Park's commentary on the whole matter. These or The fun factor of these episodes has therefore also dwindled down. To me, these issues they try to tackle are important and sometimes pretty sensitive. Now, I'm certainly not a snowflake, but it's not fun for me to watch a show that inadequately paradises pretty big and sometimes dreadful issues or take a one-sided stance in a political debate. If I was more on the political right, then I would have liked this episode probably a lot more. South Park used to be more neutral, now it's kind of polarizing. Indeed, I've seen reviews here that state great episode as, you know, that are getting exposed for who they really are. South Park desperately wants to get their point across on big issues and apparently within a single episode. But because these problems are so complicated, they fail to do so in a clever and satisfying manner. 
Sure, there's there are some funny moments, but if you but if you're not interested in this debate or they or the way South Park handles it, well, then it will be a chore for you to get through this episode. Wow, um, I think that pretty much sums up the entire episode there. So I think uh, we're just going to leave it at that. So let's do the quick plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. And you can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come up, future South Park episodes. And also check out our friends at SMB, a South Park review, where they review classic South Park episodes as well. Well, next time around, we're bringing back our heroes, Bakun, Mysterion, and so many others, as we get into the franchise prequel. That is the next episode here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill, thanks for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next time.